It is Sunday, May the 30th, 2021. I am Stephen Milhausen, Walkway to Fight Club, Combat Sports Reporter for DAZN. What a week this has been. Woo-wee. Thank God the week is over. Devin Haney just finished dusting off. I shouldn't say dusting. He was dusting Jorge Linares until near the end of the 10th round when Linares landed a beautiful short right hand and got himself back into the fight. Nearly had him on jelly legs, as they say, and had Haney in a little bit of trouble to begin the 11th round as well. But Devin Haney is didn't escape. He didn't survive, but overcame some adversity and won by unanimous decision to retain the WBC lightweight title the combat sports week is over but it begins in earnest as we're a couple minutes away from it we're just at about midnight here on saturday night aka sunday morning aew double or nothing takes place from daly's place out in jacksonville florida lightman only on pay-per-view and on fight tv across the pond and internationally so lot of awesome matches, guys. A lot of awesome matches. We'll get into it in a moment, but I just want to thank everyone. It's been a killer week. I want to thank everyone for listening to the Jim Ross interviews, the articles, the interviews with good old JR, the article with our guest today. We'll talk about that in a minute, but a lot of good stuff this week. It's been a heck of a week. I'll get more into it tomorrow night as there will be an AEW Post show. So, right after AEW Double or Nothing, there will be a live podcast on Facebook Live and YouTube. There will be a surprise a surprise co host tomorrow night. So, we will see if I do have something cooked up. So, it is confirmed. So, long as a long as nothing wonky happens, but you know, in this world, it does happen. So, um, but good show tomorrow night. You got a headline by Kenny Omega. Defending the AEW title against Pac and Orange Cassidy. You have the Young Bucks defending the tag titles against John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. You have Hangman Adam Page against Brian Cage. Sting returning to the ring for the first time in six, over six years with Darby Allen to face Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. You have, and who this will be our guest. The AEW Women's Champion, Akari Shida, defending against our champion, the People's Choice, and our guest this week. The good way to start the week, too. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. We'll be talking to Britt Baker and also the Stadium Stampede, the Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, Santana and Ortiz, and the almighty Jake Hager. Taken on the pinnacle, led by MJF, Yacht Wardlow, Sean Spears, and FTR, Cash Wheeler, and Dax Harwood. Love the pay-per-view tomorrow. It is going to be electric. It's going to be off the chain. But let's focus on the good doctor from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. The girlfriend of Adam Cole. Bay, bay. A lot of good stuff with Britt, so I'm definitely looking forward to that conversation. We talk a ton. We'll get into that in a moment, but also, won't forget, rate, review, download, subscribe. I, just look at the archives. That's all I got to say. 
The record speaks for itself. This is the best podcast in the industry. Bar none. We're getting the best guests. I will I will stand by it. We don't have the pub I don't have the pub yet, but it's getting there. And I'm proud of this podcast and I'm honored to host it. I'm honored to talk to these people, guys and women in pro wrestling, MMA and boxing. It's always my honor and it's always my pleasure. We're available on every podcasting platform. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, you name it, it's there. Enough of me talking. Our guest. She says she's going to be the next AEW Women's Champion. She feels like she is the face of AEW. I happen to agree with her. And I think because of us, and my article for The Zone, she now has her own action figure. Here is the good doctor, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Steven Mielhausen here from DAZN. And, you know, AEW gave me a list. And this is the one, one of the people I haven't talked to. And is someone who's been, who was on my hit list for 2021. And it's good to talk to her. She'll be challenging Hikaru Shida for the AEW women's title. This coming Sunday, AEW Double or Nothing from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida. You can catch it live on pay-per-view here in the United States and streaming on BR Live and Fight TV across the pond. She is Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. And Britt, I'm a little disappointed because I know you're from Pittsburgh. I'm very mad at your pirates because they cannot beat the Cubs. Or the Peng- How about the Penguins? He just lost last night. And not, oh, my God. The, it's, this has been a rough year for <laughs> Pittsburgh fans. I mean, the Steelers were undefeated only to go on and have, like, the most horrendous playoff performance in, like, NFL history. So, you know what? It's all good because I'm going to be the only thing that's not a disappointment out of Pittsburgh for 2021. So you're going to be the inspiration that your sports teams need. I, I would hope so, but if not, I mean, that's not on me. They got to figure it out. I'm in my own lane. I'm in my own planet over here. I'm the best of the best. So I would hope they get on my level at some point, but if they don't, well, then, you know, I'll be the hero that Pittsburgh needs. Absolutely. And who, who, how do you rank your fandom in terms of the Steelers, the Pirates, and the Penguins? Oh, that's hard. So I think naturally – for a Pittsburgh fan, the Pirates are always going to be last just because it's hard to get emotionally invested in them. And it, it, essentially, that's what really pulls out your fandom is when you have emotion. Um, the, Pits, the Steelers and the Pens are really tied for me. I, I love them both. I've been to tons of games. Uh, when I was in dental school at Pitt, I used to go, we were able to get like the student ticket discounts to go to the Penguins games, and we would go and party all night at the games, and I would sometimes not make my 8 a.m. class the next day, but that's okay. (laughs) 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 Gotta have a little fun at those hockey games. Yeah, you have to, you have to. Another thing I saw, and I thought this was quite disappointing. We got, and I'll have to talk to Uncle Tony, and we'll have to get this rectified, Britt, but where's the action figure? I'm a little disappointed in Tony Khan and AEW right now. behind this and i don't know who to blame uh i'm gonna point my fingers at that that jeremy guy that weird guy on twitter that always 
just trolls me about the action figure. And the thing is, he thinks it's a joke. He thinks it's a joke, and it's funny that I don't have an action figure. It's literally, it's the American crisis right now that I don't have an action figure. It, the joke's on him. He's an asshole at this point because the fans want it. I said people are going to show up at his house with, with pitchforks soon if he doesn't give me a freaking action figure. I think you need one. Everyone's talking about it, you know. CM Punk was talking about it. I know a couple different wrestlers were talking about it. People in the media. Right. I think it's a shame right. and, and it's, it's a crime. It's enough. Enough is enough. It's not a joke anymore. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm becoming the face of AEW, not just the women's division. Stop the 12th, the, the, the production on the 12th Cody figure. We don't need any more. Let's take a halt on that and fire up the machines and let's start printing some DMDs, right? I agree with that a hundred percent. And, you know, you look at, you know, you, like the face of AEW and a lot of that has gained, I thought that gained a lot of steam after the match with Thunder Rosa. And, you know, but when you came in, you had a ton of hype. People are like, okay, this is going to be the face of the women's division. And it took a little longer than I feel like people were expecting. Do you yeah. feel right now you're at that point where you're on the right path or you think there's still some ways to go? Um, I, I think that I've done a fantastic job of making myself undeniable. I think when I'm on TV, you have to watch me. You can't look away, whether I'm talking, if, if I'm wrestling, no matter what I'm doing, I have made myself a talent that you have to see, you have to watch. And to me, that, that's success in professional wrestling and sports entertainment. How did it feel to have blood all over your face? I thought that was fantastic. That was just like a, holy shit, she's there. This is great. I want to see her every week. I already did, but a little extra now every time you come on each week. So, okay. So when I, when I first broke my nose about a year ago, I I had, you know, we had quite a bit of blood with that too. And it was, it was, uh, the, it was tasting. I could taste my blood in, in a wrestling match with something I never really had before. And that was different, but at the same time, it like it made me like switch gears to a, a level I didn't I didn't know I had. And then with the lights out match, the blood was in my eyes. And it's I don't I'm sure you've never had you maybe you have I don't know if you, you know it's 2021 things are crazy, but if you've ever had blood in your eyes, it no. it forms a red fog oh. where you can't see. You can you can make out figures, but you can't see. It's honestly like a red contact over your eyes and it's a fog. But it, it's like that that feeling of, oh my God, I can't see right now because my own blood is clouding my vision. It just, it, it was like, like the same thing with the, with the shooting match when I broke my nose. It made me feel a, a level of intensity and, and competitiveness that I never felt before. What was a bigger game-changing moment for you in your mind? Was it that match with Thunder Rosa or was it turning heel? I think, I think it's, there's, we can go two different ways on that. I mean, both in a sense, but um, I think turning heel is what led me on the right path up the mountain. I, Cause I was, I feel like I was just lost in it and finding all these different things, but I was never actually starting my climb to the top. But I think the Thunder Rosa match is what got me to the top of the mountain per se. So I never would have got, I never would have got to the top of the mountain if I wasn't on the right path to begin with, if 
that makes sense. I know I get that. And you know, I talked to Adam before his match with Kyle O'Reilly and I asked him this question and he, and I agreed with this answer, but I want to see if you say the same thing, Britt, who is the better heel in the Adam Cole, Britt Baker, a household. Is it Britt Baker or is it Adam Cole? It's me a hundred percent. Cause I oh, am a wow. heel. There you go. He gave me the, he gave the same answer. And I wanted to, I wanted to make sure you were on the same page there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'm, I'm, far more competitive than he is he's he's a good person and an old soul and i'm not saying i'm a bad person but i have a competitive streak like no one else who wins in a race because i'm going with you no offense to adam but i'm going with you it seems like athletically i think you're just like you said your competitiveness is bigger than adam it has to be because i'm also smart and i'll figure out a way to win even if even if i'm not faster so it's gotta be me how much did you, in terms of being a heel, how much did you take from Adam? How much did you learn and get tips from him in terms of knowing how to craft your style to get to where you're at right now? In, in terms of being a heel, not at all. Because we're okay. totally different heels. We're totally different characters. I mean, he helped me early on with a lot of, like, ring psychology and the technical side of things and and tv wrestling and stuff like that but no one can really help you with your with being yourself like a a glorified version of yourself so definitely um i I, you know as much as he has helped me this heel character is my is me and and i don't he really didn't have a lot of input with this did you starbucks or dunkin donuts and why should it be dunkin donuts it's always dunkin donuts because Starbucks tastes like battery acid. Uh, I will drink it if I have to, but it's it's just such a, it's like a bougie coffee that you're supposed to pretend you like, but it's just so bitter. Like I have to put all the almond milk and stevia in it to even like, like gag it down. And Duncan is just so smooth and frothy and it's just like a dark, like heaven in your mouth. It's, it's every everything that coffee should be is Dunkin' Donuts. You are not wrong on that. Now, do you do, do you get the coffee grounds or is it you're on your way to the dental office in the morning and you just go pick one up? Um, oh man, I, my schedule's all over the place, but I would say I have coffee in some capacity. I probably have at least a gallon of coffee every day because Ooh, I'm I love a wrestler you. and a dentist, a wrestler and a dentist, and I have to. Um, and sometimes I don't even like need it. I just like the taste of coffee. I love it you have to have a favorite flavor then if you love it do you have a, a pref- preferable flavor because mine is caramel i something about caramel iced coffee really just soothes the soul you know i'm really all over the place with that and i switch and because i i'm uh guilty of i'll over i'll go overboard on something when i when i really like it like with music i'll play the same song on my ipod like a hundred times until i can't stand it anymore i do the same thing with my coffee where <laughs> i'll like I'll, I'll be in a hazelnut kick for a month and then i don't want to see hazelnut for for another year because i've i'm drinking like 30 gallons of it see i try to tell my wife that and i tell her because she's big in the hazelnut and i'm like you gotta go different i'll go original blend i'll go caramel I'll go, I'll go off on a bunch of different ones and no, not many people drink. And she just sticks with hazelnut. And I'm like, you got to switch it up. You got to get well, a, a little know, bit different flavor. We can drink all the coffee we want, whatever flavor we want. We just need to make sure that we're always brushing our teeth after because we don't want coffee stains. Now, 
I learned a thing from my dentist and I want to, I want to get your, since you brought it up, my dentist taught, told me before, if you drink coffee in the morning and before you brush your teeth, gargle water and get all, that'll help you get yeah. all the stains out. Is, is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're, you're supposed to drink like any, like coffee or popper. So I'm from Pittsburgh. So I call it pop, but soda so before everybody comes for me for that. Um, <laughs> You're supposed to, like, every time you have a, a sip of something that's, like, acidic or something that can stain your teeth, you do a one-for-one, one, then take a drink of water with it, because it kind it doesn't completely eliminate the, you know, the risks of it, but it helps. Okay. So. I'm, I'm learning something in interviews here, and I do have one more dental question, because I have a son who is about to go into kindergarten, and okay. when is the proper age for children to go to first, to make that first visit to the dentist? Um, this might surprise you, but when they start to have teeth showing, wow, yeah, right, right. Now, why is uh, that? Uh, because the dentist, you need to have teeth for the dentist to look at. I mean, I'm I'm totally trolling you right now, but yeah, it's, I know it's a, a a common question that I get all the time, and I always said it was a smart ass answer. But when you when your kid when you see teeth, take him to the dentist. Hmm. That's 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 what we got. Hmm. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to my wife about that. We got to get him to the dentist before kindergarten. So I'll definitely write that down. And I know we're short yeah. on time, Britt. And thank you so much for the time today. It's greatly appreciated. I have two more questions. You know, yeah. this has been a long journey for you to get here. It finally seems like everything's clicking. You're at that level. Now you're one of, the, you're one of the top women's wrestlers in the world. One of the best, one of the faces of AEW. What would it mean to you to finally get to the top of the mountain on Sunday and win the women's title? It's validation is, is all it is because I have said, you know, I, I've talked all the shit in the book and I feel I back it up and that, that's controversial. I guess some people can say, no, I'm not the best. And, and, I, and I just have a big mouth, but if I have a championship title belt around my waist, the argument's over. I'm the best of the best. I can say it. I can show it. It's done. Does it bother you that people say that you're not the best in one of the faces of AEW because you're a woman. So I feel like the, when people say that, I feel like you don't get brought up in that conversation because you're a female. And I think that is totally incorrect. Do you feel the same way or no? Um, I don't really care if I'm being honest, like the, the fans, they, you know, that we, we need them. We need them to survive. They're the heartbeat of professional wrestling, but their logic sometimes is, is very faulty and flawed. So, you know, I just got off a podcast with, with Bully Ray, who said yeah. that I'm the face of AEW. And I take his opinion way more than I do, you know, Joe Schmo in the second row, at, you know, in, in Chicago, Illinois. But if you want to talk, you and I, let's say we're professionals here. So we, you and I can have a professional conversation. Absolutely. I don't care what anybody says. I know. I'm the face of AEW. I don't care about any men that are that are involved in this topic. Right now, it's me, and it might not always be me. And it and it wasn't sure wasn't me before, but right now, the face of AEW has DMD after her name. I like when you do the DMD. I like when you do that. My my two year old does that when we're when we watch on Wednesdays, and he all every time you're on, he goes when you do it right at the end, especially with the thing with Jr. A couple weeks ago, he goes, he goes. He said it, and my son goes DMD, and he just taps it with his fingers like you, and I was like, oh, that's so wonderful, because he doesn't do that for nobody else. Well, like, I, what did I tell you? I've made myself undeniable. Even your son knows. 
he does know and what and we'll end with this Britt. what can what can the sold out crowd in jacksonville what can the fans expect on pay-per-view this coming sunday they already know what the, what to expect. They already know there's going to be a, a new champ. It's going to the whole card is going to be uh, amazing, and the crowd will be electric. And us as wrestlers, we are thrilled to have them back. But I think the match that everybody's talking about the most and looking forward to the most is myself versus Sheeta. And I think everybody is ready for me to take over the throne. I you are not wrong on that. It's. It's been long overdue, Britt. We're looking forward to the match on Sunday. Thank you so much for the time today. It means a lot. This is the first time thank we've it, so thank you so much. Bring home that victory on Sunday, Britt, and then we Got can talk it. about you being the champ. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, Britt. A big thank you to Britt Baker. Actually, let me take that back. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Guys didn't watch AEW Dynamite. She caught a heck of a promo. It's no longer the era of 316. It is the era of DMD. Some beautiful stuff. She's just in such a rhythm with her promo work right now. She carries herself like a million bucks. She's walking like a million bucks. She's looking like a million bucks. Cutting unbelievable promos. She is it. She's finally living up to that potential. And to me, it was as soon as she turned heel. It was just, it turned, kicked it into another gear. And then that match with Thunder Rosa was the icing on the cake, per se. So, I would be shocked if she does not win at Double or Nothing. I think that would be the big surprise on the show. I think it really would. I just seen all the momentum is on her side at this point. It really feels that way. But thank you to Britt Baker for taking time. Thank you to the great folks at AEW for making her available. It really does mean a lot, and I want to thank them so much for that. But the hits keep on coming. They keep on coming. And we'll get into that, but I want to get my picks real quick for Double or Nothing. Hangman Adam Page and Brian Cage. I'm going with the Hangman. It just seems, I feel like he's got to win. Casino Battle Royale. Winner gets a shot at the AEW tight. The winner of the main event of Kenny Omega, Pac, and Orange Cassidy. If it's not Christian Cage, it will be whoever is the wild card entrant, number 21. I'm going with Sting and Darby Allen. Over Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I'm going with Miro over Lance Archer. That match is going. I'm sleeper match of the night for me. Miro and Lance Archer. I think that for the TNT title, I think that match is going to be very hard hitting, and I think it's going to be very good. But I'm going with Miro. Uh, women's title going with Britt Baker. Tag titles. This is a hard one. I don't know how this match is going to be. I'm really intrigued to see how the Bucks adapt to Moxley and Kingston. You know what? I'm going John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. New tag team champions. Stadium Stampede. I'm going with the inner, I'm going with the inner circle. They will not be breaking up. You cannot break up the inner circle. 
And in the main event, I am going with Kenny Omega to retain the AEW Heavyweight Championship. That match will be very good, though. This is a big match for Orange Cassidy. He's getting thrust with two of the best in the world. Arguably the best in the world and Kenny Omega. Pack right up there as well. Pack's in my top ten. So this is a big time spot here for Orange Cassidy. Let's see if he delivers. Pay-per-view buy rate wise, I'm not fe- I'm feeling the buzz. We'll get I'll get more of an indication when we get into Sunday when we get into the afternoon. It's really still kind of hard to tell, but we'll we will definitely see. But I'm really looking forward to the show. I think the show is going to be very good. I don't see it. It's AEW doesn't put on bad pay-per-views, so I think this is going to be another banger. It's going to be a really good show. But let's get, let's face forward to give you guys what's going to go on this week. Long as nothing bad happens personally, his shit like this past week, it's been rough. We have a good week lined up. Sunday night, we will have I will have the AEW live post show. Audio will be up right away, but we, they'll be on Facebook Live. And it's simple. Just go to Walkway to Fight Club. Ty- go to Facebook. Type in Walkway to Fight Club. It's Just follow us. Follow the, follow the podcast. Like the page. And you'll get immediate notifications of when we go live. Then, also on YouTube as well, just subscribe. It's simple. Type in Walkway to Fight Club and subscribe to the channel. All kinds of fun videos. So make sure you guys subscribe and give a thumbs up to all the videos. So that'll be live right after Double or Nothing. I think the pay-per-view is going to last till about midnight, from midnight Eastern. From what else? It's midnight Eastern, 11 Central, and 9 Pacific. So I was given that time frame. So kind of judge it for around that time. Also, next week, we're going to kind of go Memorial Day. I'm going to give you guys a day off. It's a Memorial Day. That's a holiday. I don't want to. I don't want to do that to you guys. But Tuesday we will have. I'll have an interview up with. Finally, <laughs> I'll have it up with Chuck Liddell. We'll talk. We talk everything. We talk Tito, Couture, Randy Couture, John Jones and Dana White, his podcast, and a whole lot more. Wednesday, Luke and Butch, the Bushwhackers. That was fun. I got to. I got to live my like eight-year-old self in that interview. So that. And that was pretty fun. And I don't know what the rest of the week is going to lead. I don't know. I had to turn down interviews last week just because of some stuff going on. And hopefully some of those reoccur this week. I don't know if they will. But um, that is the plan. Some interest in... And also, actually, I do have... i take that back. Thursday, a 70-minute interview with the great Eric Bischoff, who was on Dynamite. On Friday night. So, talk to Eric about literally everything. The WWE Hall of Fame. If you ever thought he'd get there. The comparison of MJF to Roddy Piper. The finger poke doom. And a whole lot more. And as of right now, I promise. That is it. I do promise. But, rate, review, download, and subscribe to the podcast. It's simple, guys iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeart, all your favorite podcasting platforms. It's simple. Just type in Walkway to Fight Club. Walkway to Fight Club. Simple as that. It's not hard. You name it, they're there. I promise. Canelo Alvarez. 
Yes, the Canelo Alvarez. Drew McIntyre, the Young Bucks. Bailey, the UFC welterweight champion, Kamara Usman. Colby Covington. We can keep the Young Bucks. John Moxley. You name it, they're there. I promise. Adam Cole. And now, Britt Baker. Dr. Britt Baker, the possible new AEW Women's Champion. You name it, they're there. They're all in the archives. That's what we I deliver for you guys every week. And because it's my honor, it's my pleasure. Great review. Give it five stars. Give it a great review. And also subscribe to the podcast. It's simple. Walkway to Fight Club. Thank you guys so much. Be back Sunday night to talk about AEW Double or Nothing. This is Stephen Milhausen. I'll talk to you guys next time. Peace. I'm out of here.